0: guys, Adele here. We are getting into the Rolling in the Deep podcast. This week, we've got some guests joining us. The episode today is going to be married to an entrepreneur, married to a boss is actually what I initially named it. And joining me is my husband, Drew, who most of you guys probably have never seen or met, otherwise lovingly known as husband Starin, And my main (laughs) gal, Summer, over here, I was going to call her my main bitch and it was debatable if it was appropriate. So I'm going with it. Anyways, if you don't know Summer, here she is. It is not respectful? I don't think so. Okay. Well, my main gal, Summer. She's (laughs) my main gal. (laughs) And she is a fixture at Babies on Broadway. She heads our DME department and so much more. So we are excited for you guys to tune in. And today we're going to cover a topic that isn't baby related. It's just the ups and downs and twists and turns of being married to an entrepreneur. Drew, you look nervous on today's podcast. But just to give you some background, Drew is my second marriage. I have two boys, those of you who have followed me for a while. I've got Remington and Flynn, and Drew is not the boys' dad. So he came into our lives, I think... Remy was what, maybe seven? Third grade. Yep. Flynn was three, and he called you drool. We, you know, dated for a couple years. We've been married. We just decided before this, we determined shortly as our anniversary for five years. And he came into this marriage with me already being well into the business, running the Little Falls retail store online. Just, I hadn't done durable medical equipment yet, nope. I don't think. And so I guess one of the things that we commonly have at this point is Drew is a DNR forestry officer. He fights wildfires. <laughs> Some people, I mean, that is a really cool career. Unfortunately, Drew has lost his identity to babies on Broadway, I feel, a little bit.
1: When I'm around you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when he's not around me. Like he was just working the state fair at the Smokey the Bear booth, not wearing the Smokey costume at the top of the tower. And then you have your own identity back again. Yeah? That's correct. (laughs) (laughs) So some of the things we wanted to talk about today is just like the role reversal, society's view on it. Unfortunately, with me being so busy working seven days a week, which Drew did know when we got married, just the challenges that maybe that presents running the business, having the boys, what that leaves you doing, whether it's cooking or cleaning or kind of cleaning up after my messes. And then we're going to get into some, like maybe some tips for being married to an entrepreneur. I've got, you know, maybe some things I see and maybe some things Drew thinks I can do better (laughs) as being the entrepreneur, and he's laughing. (laughs) So, yeah, Drew, why don't you give somewhat of your view on what you think it's like being married to someone who owns a business? And
1: Well, I I really don't know Adele other than being a business owner, so not much has changed. I would say that you got to accept your partner's decision and support them. Sometimes you got to bite your lip. You got to be along for the ride, I guess.
0: I mean, what has been challenging for you, I guess? Like you knew you were marrying into the business, but there's some things that have thrown you for a loop here and there. Like what were parts that before we got married, now that you've gotten into it, you're like, well, this was way more of a shit show than I expected.
1: (laughs) Well, I would say like with the Little Falls store, you were struggling at the beginning. And then like with managing it and all that it entailed and then I would say when you kind of bridge the gap and you're kind of on top of that and operations are running smoothly I didn't really foresee you take it on the next project opening another store a medical equipment company so it's just kind of as soon as you get any wiggle room to work on something else you definitely go for it
0: yeah, like on to the next thing. Yeah. That's what entrepreneurs do.
1: Yeah, which I was thinking, oh, she's going to get this thing like running really smoothly and then she's going to like take a weekend off. Mm. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we are never settled. Like we're always up for the next challenge. Yeah. Whatever that may be, I guess. What What is something maybe like that surprised you most about being married to an entrepreneur? So not maybe I'm going to ask you another question later, but like what surprised you most? Like what's been the hardest challenge in your opinion of being married to someone who works all the time, or like maybe it's people's perception of what you do for the family or like, what about that?
1: I don't know. I would say like, like I said, seeing you go through troubles and strife and a lot of that has been created buy the next store or the next project, it's hard to see you struggle with that, knowing, I guess, that it's something you have a passion for and you want to do, but you've also kind of self-created.
0: You know what he likes to tell me? What? That I bite off more than I can chew. It's his favorite word when he's mad at me. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) He always says, like, I bite off more than I can chew and I need to stop. But that being said, like, what attracted you to me or, like, to get married to me? Like, what made you think you could do it? What, what makes you man enough, Drew? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
1: Your work ethic, that really attracted me. I, you don't meet people who work that hard who create something really out of nothing. Hmm. I've never, like, met a woman who owns a baby store <laughs> in my life. <laughs> That's what I met you. <laughs> and especially a baby store in small town Little Falls well thank More god simple. you met her yeah <laughs> <Right>?
2: <laughs> do you wait
0: this is a good story actually do you know that drew and i actually met before we like met
1: that's correct Officially. kind of a bummer
0: yeah keep he going, yeah he walked into my store one day and he tells the story maybe better than i do but you yeah you can go ahead like he was all tell i call it, it rammy jammy
2: Let drew yeah. Tell
0: it, yeah
1: yeah i can tell a story so it was uh, the upcoming weekend on a Saturday. My niece was turning one. So I asked the office manager that I work with, I said, because I was new to town, I just moved to Little Falls, transferred from a different location. And I asked her, where can I get a good gift for my niece? And she goes, oh, just go to Walmart. And then she's like, oh, wait, go to Babies on Broadway. It's this new store. So I go there and I kind of notice Adele, and I, mean, I did think she was nice cute. Me. And I asked, "What?
0: What do you mean kind of noticed me?" Well, no,
1: I noticed the owls she was at the, the front of the store and I said, "Hey, yeah, I have staff. a I have a 1-year-old um birthday party." And she goes, "What's your budget?" And I go, "Uh f- 50 bucks tops." And then she sold me a $75. I can't remember what it was. Wheelie pit. Willy pig. Willy pig. That my niece really wheelie. loved.
0: Wheelie yeah. yes. Yeah. Which is funny cuz I don't even remember meeting you until you told me later I think like oh hey I was in your store and I bought this and I was like oh yeah maybe I do remember so
1: I did find her interesting I was single and of course I didn't have the courage to like even really say anything to her and then (laughs) you didn't
0: even want your gift wrapped
1: uh, no I didn't remember that I was like do you want
0: to wrap no Yeah, get me out of here.
1: (laughs) But then we, I guess, officially met on match.com. So it could have been a way cuter story if I had had the courage.
0: Yeah, it would have been, actually. The pig came into significance later. (laughs) But so what what was it to, like, what would you say is the thing maybe you're most proud of?
1: Proud of? Yeah. As a business owner?
0: Just in general.
1: Well, I'm going to keep it business, I guess. I would say what I call them are tsunamis that I've happened over the years where it's big crises and it seems like it's the end of the world and either that's health, family, the store, but every single tsunami that she goes through, she comes out on the other side. Hmm. So like the first few years, like we'd hit these tsunamis and I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be terrible. Like what's going to happen here? Is Is going to get sick or well, she did get sick? <laughs> or, you know, is the store going to turn south? and? It would stress me the heck out but now I don't really stress about that because you come through them all
0: Ooh, let's hope that keeps happening yeah, yeah. <laughs> there always stress is another tsunami, tsunami queen cover, yeah that. for sure Moana um okay so one of the other questions I think I had for you was what is the most surprising and outrageous thing I've ever done to you
1: oh <laughs> my goodness that's a tough question yeah, it happened like twice a season. <laughs> um,
0: I don't really know. I try to keep dollar values out of this, but... You, you gotta help me out with that. I mean, what did you find the most appalling? Let's just Appalling? Yeah, like like I just dropped it on you. I mean, was it Fendi? Was it...
1: Oh, I don't thought? know. I would say it's... But, I don't know. What was
0: the most shocking thing I ever pulled on you?
1: I don't know. I think like when we were dating, it was mm-hmm. my birthday... And like I think I had plans, and then had yeah, to behold on on the road with a crib and a double dresser delivery.
0: That's the most shocking thing. I don't do, know. Do you know why I bought a house without telling this yes. man? <laughs> and his most shocking thing is I ruined his birthday. Do you remember what birthday it was? No, I do not. Because <laughs> it better have been a special one. If yes. You think the it was house
1: that was very shocking.
0: Special that on his birthday but i can buy a house without telling him but
2: it, it sheds a little insight into like from his perspective oh, it does actually so i gotta stop asking you to do deliveries
0: and it's okay to buy well, he houses. would love that i believe <laughs> you don't want to be mr bob and speaking of that the husband starring story so poor drew came to an event with me do you remember what event it was
1: i didn't go to that event
0: the husband starin?
1: no i was invited but and then, then you didn't even show up? No, it was just... I'm a wonder.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was the uh, Cancer Gala. And oh, it was all the store staff.
0: That's right. Oh, yeah, Indy. Yes, we love our gals at Indy. Yes, and so for Drew's name tag, they literally had Husband Star, which, mind you, is my maiden name. So he's not a star in at all. <laughs> I'm not even sure I am. So it was Husband Star, and which was really amusing. We sent Drew pictures of that mm. so he could enjoy his husband's star and badge at the indie gala that's really funny some of the things that we put on here that are interesting I feel like just in terms of like the role reversal so you work at the DNR probably a lot of men in your office primarily men in your office right For the most part. Yeah. Yeah. And most of them probably like leading the charge, being the breadwinners of their family. We talk about this sometimes, like how funny it is to get the different perspectives where, you know, they'll give you grief sometimes about like the things maybe I purchase or do, you know, Mm -hmm. in that scenario. They joke about my purchasing houses without Drew or a cat. We have a cat named Fendi. He's a Savannah. And I dropped that on him. And you had the best comeback for it though. But like, how do you feel about that role reversal in terms of like, I mean, does it bother you ever? Do you care?
1: No, it doesn't bother me. I don't no. really care.
0: Like with the finances or anything,
2: you're no, just like, let it roll.
1: No, yeah, absolutely. For the I mistake. don't I don't want any part of that financial stress of running the <laughs> business.
2: <laughs> smart.
0: Smart, we're yeah, smart. it is smart for sure. Um, but you told me one time, like they were all giving you grief about this cat that we have. And mm-hmm. Drew looked at him and he said, well, I mean, all of you guys spend your money on ice castles. And if my wife wants to buy a cat because it makes her happy and she makes that money and she wants to buy this cat, like then she can have a cat and it makes her happy, (laughs) which we currently aren't that happy about because they're being naughty. But other than that, I thought it was a great answer about like defending that position of maybe not being like the breadwinner of the family. Mm -hmm. Like you're okay with that pretty much. Sometimes you even say you didn't ask for it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yep. That you'd be just fine. (laughs) without it all so and one thing we kind of wanted to get to like things that you can do so from my side of things like for maybe a spouse out there that's married to an entrepreneur one of the things that drew talked about earlier is like the stress and the tsunamis i think one of the reasons maybe it's gotten easier is because i don't tend to share the detail with that's you. probably correct yeah, yeah. <laughs> as much
1: <laughs> i appreciate that
0: yeah so i learned over the years like i needed an outlet um I needed to find a support group where I could share these, you know, troubles. For me, it's EO, Entrepreneurs Organization, or other women's support groups that are out there, to be able to just talk about, like, business stuff that he doesn't want to hear when I get home. You know, he's in the depths of, like, Kidville, and dishes, and cats, and all that, and the last thing he wants is my stress, and you would, like, own my stress a little bit, I feel like. You would, like, try to, like...
1: Fix it right? really can't.
0: Yeah, and there was no fix or no way to fix it or or your unsolicited advice to fix it wasn't welcomed from me maybe just because I felt like you didn't even understand yeah Yeah. Yeah. so finding a support group was a really good thing for me to do to take that stress off of you because I had someone else to talk to about it do you feel like there's anything like you could share with someone who is maybe married to an entrepreneur that you have found helpful to make your life less stressful a little bit
1: I don't know. i just say being honest with your spouse who's an entrepreneur.
0: You think you're honest with me?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, for, for example, I mean, I watch you run yourself ragged so much, and then when you mm-hmm. opened your second location in St. Cloud, I pretty much told you, like, hey, I think you should take some time your, yourself. I don't necessarily support this decision. And that was at the very early idea of opening the second location, so I told you that, and then I pretty much told you, like, but it's your decision, and I'll support you. You did, and won't, you know? Tell you, I told you so, and I think you've done good. That's been it's been successful.
0: Yeah, you've done really good with that. I told you so,
2: because <laughs> you know sometimes you really want to do it, don't you? He doesn't it, say it, no, because that's really impressive. Yeah, as a partner. Yeah, he doesn't. Her visionary brain can't stop. Well, like and that's maybe, what I keep hearing you say is, like, um, well, this visionary person that I'm married to, she never stops going.
1: Well, you know, the, I told you so. I was with her business, and that's her baby. But, like, if, when it comes to, like, the cats, like, it's it's all it's all on.
0: Yeah, it is. So, yes. <laughs> Actually, maybe that's what we've gauged is that he's learned what's inappropriate, I told you so, and what isn't inappropriate, I told you so. Smart
2: learn, though. Yes,
0: because the business risk, I feel like, would be difficult for you to understand sometimes, the level of risk I'm taking and why. But then when it like leeches into personal life, like, hey, you just got a fourth cat and our entire house is turned totally upside down and this one's like one away from a serval, that I told you so comes out quite frequently. (laughs) 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 Even in the terms of looking at my other cats and saying, your mother did this to you. and He has no problem telling them that it's my fault that they're also chaotic. (laughs) So yeah, there is that. And another thing for me, like, I think I mentioned this a little bit before, but I always say like staying out of like the work drama, you know, like Mm -hmm. sometimes Drew likes to come in and like hang out with the girls. He's done a pretty good job and Sam. But every once in a while, I feel like you can be swayed into like letting someone talk your ear a little bit. And then, like, trying to bring it back to me, like, in a triangulation situation where that's not super healthy for me as a boss because I struggle with that anyways. So then I'm like, well, wait, what? Who said what to you? Why are they talking to you? Why are they not talking to me? You know, why am I not comfortable? Like, so that's a little bit of a gray area, I feel like, when you're married to an entrepreneur. That'd be tough. Yeah. Yeah. It's to try to just stay out of. But it's hard because I think we all create friendships.
1: Yep. Because we're all Mm
0: -hmm. around each other all Mm -hmm. the time, so it can become a comfort level. But sometimes you just like to get your little bush in there. And,
1: <laughs> and Drew is easy
2: to talk to. Yeah. So I think that just naturally, he, you know, he's for sure part of our team. Yeah. And an easy guy to speak with. Yeah. So people tell him stuff. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. And then it comes back to me in a
2: kind of a weird way
0: sometimes, I'd have to say. And sometimes it's spot on, but other times it's like it should just be stayed out of, I feel like. Yeah. Sure. I don't know. That was
2: Which is hard like, to select. we want you to say that part because that was real real intuitive but but shut up about that other shit (laughs) yeah we already know getting into
0: the drama (laughs) (laughs) you kind of like that sometimes I feel like your office is full of it
1: oh every office is
0: but you're a bunch of men
1: that's that's still
0: I know it's almost worse which Mm -hmm. is kind of funny
1: I wouldn't say that well you're kind of right
0: yeah because I hear about it too that's, you know, talking with you on that. So I don't know. So the three tips we take away from this today, like the best advice, you think it's being honest, huh? Yeah. I think it's for an entrepreneur to join a support group and maybe like stop deflecting the stress on your spouse because they don't understand it. Probably they care, but they don't care to know, you know, so mm-hmm. having an outlet to channel that. What is something that you would like to see me do better? Do better? Yeah. Like as your partner.
1: Oh, as my partner?
2: And a boss. Um. Ooh, that's double. Has a partner boss. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. That might be better partner boss. Boss partner.
1: Pa- boss partner.
0: Come on, no. Where's this honesty we spoke of earlier? I
1: know nothing's just kind of in my head. I'm perfect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I will actually use that later. <laughs> you Absolutely. had nothing. Huh? Absolutely. You had nothing that I could
1: get better. Uh, oh, okay. Yes. I do. <laughs> oh, now oh, perfect. it came to you. Partner and boss, I think you <laughs> could give more attaboys to your staff and people that work really hard for you.
0: I'm an intermarriage. Mm-hmm. But you're talking about that too, I think, because that's her love language. Yes. That could be a podcast mm-hmm. for a different day. But Drew's love language is words of affirmation. And it is my least best. I'm the worst at it. Correct. Really bad. Real bad. Yep. So I do try to need to be reminded of that sometimes. Yep. But that's real funny that you projected it into work. <laughs> <laughs> you need to do this for your workers. Share, share my love language. But you are correct. Some of them need that. That they do a good job. You do a good mm-hmm. job. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. So that was in the life of my husband being married to a boss. Kind of role reversals. Hopefully it helps give some people some insight on that back end. And we hope you guys enjoyed Rolling in the Deep, Business, Babies, and Beyond. And follow us on all our social channels at Babies on Broadway, B-A-B-Y-S on Broadway, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. We're kind of out there on all of them, YouTube and this podcast. (laughs) See you later.